0: episode of the Dublin to Denver podcast I'm Colin Cronin and delighted to be joined by Stuart Roach Stuart how are you doing
1: good morning Colin how are you
0: well we didn't get our wish unfortunately when we finished the show last week Stuart we had said that our our main hope for camp was no major injuries and obviously this week we've already, Tim Patrick is is the the crushing one. Obviously, look, we, we wish both Tim and Crockett well. We want to see both guys recover and get back as quickly as possible, but um, to lose a player like Tim Patrick um, is a is a significant blow, Stuart.
1: It is, Colin, and I think it it kind of it seems like the the dream that Broncos fans may have had of having the. Uh, You know, what would have been the the four amigos in Hamler, Sutton, Jerry, Judy and Tim Patrick on the field at the same time. I don't know. Has that ever happened? Um, It certainly hasn't happened with anything like the the amount of output that we would have hoped for. Um, It's just it's desperately unfortunate. I mean, the one thing I am glad for Tim Patrick is that he did sign that um, contract last year, I think it was. So he did get paid. Tim Patrick is a is a story of a guy who bounced around a lot, who, you know, had gone from practice squads to sort of way down the rosters to finally finding a home in Denver and then really making a, a great stab at it. And, and in fairness to Tim Patrick as well, like he he has filled in when Cortland Sutton, who has had more than his fair share of injuries himself, Tim Patrick has been the one to step up and fill the the Cortland Sutton role, if you will. Um it's just devastating for him. It's really unfortunate for the Broncos. Apparently, he looked great in camp. I know everybody looks great in camp at the moment, but like Tim Patrick, apparently, really did look superb in camp. Had already sort of forged a, a connection with, um, with Russell Wilson, um, you know. And it's it's just you, you fear that this is going to happen. Um, it seems to have happened to us a lot now in recent years, where we've been struck down with a, a serious injury to a significant player in training camp, and unfortunately, it's happened again. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all still sort of coming out of the shock of it because um, Tim Patrick had been one of the only bright sparks on offense for the Broncos over the last couple of seasons, and he's, he's done for the year now. I mean, I know it does open up an opportunity for other players, but, you know, it would be a, a huge surprise if, if, if a player, um, say, for example, Seth Williams, I think, seems to be getting the reps Tim Patrick did. It would, be, it would be a massive surprise if he was able to have the same kind of impact Tim did. Um just really unfortunate, and uh, yeah, look, let's hope that this is the last of it um, in training camp, um, because we we can't really afford anymore. We couldn't afford Tim Patrick go down. We can't afford anymore. Certainly not in the wide receiver room. Um, and just hopefully his uh, his recovery goes well. But he's been put on IR, so he's definitely done for this season at least.
0: Yeah, i, I I'm wondering how the Broncos, I suppose, will it go about trying to replace him because. He wa- he offered something different from all the others. the the big big body, the guy that you couldn't bully, the guy who you know when when you put it up, uh, if it was a third down situation and you needed a guy to go up and get it, Tim was clutch, and a guy who you you never feared uh, any drops. So he it is a significant loss in that way. And there's been, I suppose, a lot of different. Um, opinions on how the Broncos might go and do it. Uh, I've seen some talk about, you know, do you move Judy to the outside? But what do you lose from having Judy there in, in the slot? Um, you know, there's been talk about maybe signing perhaps a, a free agent, bringing somebody in, um, different options there, potentially trading for for somebody. Um, but also, obviously, then maybe leaning a little more on our tight ends, because we have two um, pass catchers. Uh, we, we have a blocking tight end as well, but we have two fantastic pass catchers in, in Alberto um, and Greg Dulcich. So it, it will be really interesting, I think, to see how the Broncos, Go about looking to um, deal with the injury. I don't think there, there's anybody out there who's a like-for-like like replacement. Uh, um, you, you know, for for Tim Patrick. So I think you're going to have to look to go in in a slightly different direction. I think you're you're much better doing that. Than trying to get a like for like, I think, utilize the, the skill sets that we have. We still have Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy. We've talked about the potential. Um, there's probably even a little more pressure on them now to, to really take that step up. But I do think it will change the game plan a little bit. Um, but I, I think if we can um, lean into maybe um, utilizing the, the tight ends in interesting ways. Um, now, it's probably not something that's been a particular um, strong point to say Russell Wilson's time, certainly his time in Seattle. It, it wasn't like the, the tight ends were something he looked for, for all the time, but may, maybe um, needs must. So I am really interesting to, to see over the next few weeks what the, the Broncos might uh, look to, to do uh, with the, the wide receivers. Um, we'll we'll get our, our first, I suppose, glimpse of it um, when the preseason games start, uh, but it, it probably won't be until the regular season until we really know what's uh, what's going on. The other, um, I suppose, uh, news, Stuart, th- this week was the the Broncos have been having a look at a, a couple of um, ILBs.
1: Yeah, this was um, something of a surprise to me, Colm. Um and I, I think Anthony Barr, who was a, a former uh, Vikings player, who obviously would have um, ties to George Payton there. Um, apparently, we tried to sign him before he signed with the Dallas Cowboys. Anthony Barr is a, has been a very, very good player. I mean, he's, he's obviously at the veteran stage of his career now, but he certainly would have been a player that um, you could understand why there was interest in. Um, but in the report about that, it also uh, came to light. Broncos had had a visit with Joe Schubert, who was a long time Cleveland Brown, who the Broncos had tried to sign when he left the Browns a couple of years ago. But uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars handed him a, a, a frankly ludicrous contract. Um, and he then, I think, went to the Steelers last year. We didn't sign him, but we brought him in for a visit. I think it's interesting um, in that that's two inside linebackers that have been brought in or have been targeted within the last sort of day or two, um, which would suggest to me that either a, the Broncos are not entirely happy with what they're seeing from the inside linebackers or b) they're concerned about, (laughs) there's this word again, uh, potential injury. Um, Josie Jewell's come off. He's coming off a very long-term injury. Um, He missed the entire of last season. Um, Um, Singleton and uh, current camp favourite Jonas Griffith are the other two I think in depth um, because as you're going to touch on in a second um, column, Baron Browning has been moved uh, to a different position so I'm wondering if there is something more to this than meets the eye Um, because I I don't think you bring in two players in the same position um, in the space of say 48 hours without there being some kind of a pressing need um, so you know, this is something I think that we need to keep an eye on. Um you know, so and, and I guess as well, particularly, you know, going forward into those preseason games, and I think they've got a couple of um scrimmages against the Cowboys, ironically, we'll be facing Anthony Barr very soon uh next week. But I think this is something to keep an eye on. Just Jewell is a fine two down linebacker, we all know. Just Jewell has struggled in coverage. Um, but Joseph Ewell is a very, very sound tackler so I wouldn't have any concerns about him apart from can he stay fit um, Griffith and, and Singleton I think are players that we don't know a huge amount about, we know from Singleton from what he's done in the past, he's an ace special teams player and he's, he's come on as a starting inside linebacker um, but you know, he wouldn't be in Anthony Barr's class, I wouldn't have thought I don't think that's a, an insult to him, I think Anthony Barr has you know, been an outstanding inside linebacker for a long time um, but yeah it's it's one to keep an eye on
0: yeah i mean i, I don't think i either of the guys who they brought in are not exactly uh, they are both probably declining a little bit but they would offer that experience that leadership um that that support so that that i, I think that the injuries are, are probably something that definitely are you know forefront you, you play a, a 17 game season we, we know it's brutal, um particularly for for linebackers. They can take a lot of punishment. Um, so it it makes some sense. Uh, I, I wonder um might there might there be a a, a, a domino yet to fall there? Um, so that is something um, we we will uh, have to to see. but yeah, it was certainly interesting to to see the the kind of nuggets co- come out there. I think for the cowboys to to bring Barr in, I probably they're probably thinking a little bit like us he, he may he may start, he probably won't be the, the, the stud piece for them, but again, a, a lot of leadership there. I suppose for, for me Stuart, one of the other things that kind of jumped out the, this week was Warren Sharp um, put out a tweet about wins and losses in, versus the team's own division. So since um, 2020, the, this is gonna.
1: This is gonna hurt, isn't it, Cole? The,
0: the, the <laughs> New York, the New York Jets are bottom of the pile. They are zero and twelve in their own division over the past um, few years. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, um, there's nobody who's won eleven. But the the teams that are two and ten, okay, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Denver Broncos. Oh dear. So, so some some of our listeners might be saying but column that's only a couple of years that's that's not a fair sample so if we go back and we look over the last 5 years okay bottom of, of the pile once again the new york jets they're 5 and 25 in in their own in their <laughs> own <laughs> division oh but but oh. the the team's the next is 9 and 21 and on that list the washington commanders oh the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New York Giants, Ooh. the Carolina Panthers, and the Denver Broncos. When, when you are keeping <laughs> that sort of company, yes. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that is, that's a highlights really starkly just how bad the past five years have been and how we hope to move past that this year. But... I mean I just that was just I mean you realize how bad but I think you almost kind of inoculate yourself a little bit from how bad and then you you see those stats and you realize the company that you're keeping and it probably doesn't help that top of the pile over the the past 5 years 25 and 5 the Kansas City Chiefs and we know that none of those five losses came uh, against our
1: so sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Into right some of uh, those, uh, those wrongs. And the, the one other piece from me, Stuart, was... With Lucky land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Oh my God. Um, okay. Stop,
0: stop. I'm already dead. <laughs> no, well, this, this is, this is a be- This is a better uh, piece because we've talked, uh, I suppose to, uh, a little bit about Josh McDaniels on um, this podcast. And we all remember his time in, in Denver. And there was a lot of talk about Josh had matured as a person and he'd learned from his mistakes. And it certainly seemed that way. You know, his first kind of six months with the the Rangers were were better than his first six months with the Broncos. Uh We can all agree there. But we saw a flash of the angry Josh McDaniels um, over the, the past week kind of just screaming and and, and roaring on the, the training field, I saw a number of former Broncos comment that it reminded them of his time in, in Denver, and I hear reports that he's, um, you know, having players run laps and stuff like that, not sure that's really going to cut it in, in 2022. Um, yeah, look, they, they're undoubtedly a very talented team. We're, we're aware of that, um, but I just, I just thought that flash—it it took me back um, more than, more than a decade to the Josh McDaniels era. And um, we, let's, let's keep an eye on how that uh, develops in, uh, in Las Vegas. So, and- yeah,
1: Derek, Derek Carr, uh, Derek Carr's house might be up for sale before the end of the season if Josh's previous history has told us anything. Uh, just on that column, that 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 is truly appalling company to keep. um and like you, i I knew the last couple of years had been terrible, but I, I I didn't realize just the extent of of the past what was it five season you were saying I mean that is that is just you know it's stunningly bad. it's it, it's ineptitude off the charts. and I you know, with something like that, you kind of you also then realise that they had to do something as, as radical and as bold as they, as they did this off season by acquiring Russell Wilson. And, and, you know, you, the, the draft capital we gave up was significant, but it doesn't matter because we couldn't just continue um to sort of, to, to float in this sea of morass that we found ourselves in and ineptitude all around us. So thankfully, um, unless Russell Wilson falls off a cliff and and you know and or gets injured and dear god please let that not happen um you know those we'll start to make some inroads into um into into those horrendous statistics that you've just beaten me down you know we're recording this early in the morning and i'm supposed to sort of go about my daily business now after listening to that sort of litany of it's, uh, my God, dear.
0: Oh, well, steeped, the, at disturbed. least, yeah, at well, like least,
1: the Josh, yeah, the Josh McDonald thing is great. That's yeah,
0: that's great. yeah, and, and and there is the fact that there is that, as you said, there's there's Russell Wilson in um in, in situ now. So there there is there is hope. It would be even bleaker if that uh, was <laughs> yeah, was yeah. not was not the the case. Was was there anything else um from? uh the the the, wor- the world of the, the Denver Broncos or indeed from the, the NFL writ large that kind of caught your attention this week. Uh
1: let's not go anywhere near the Deshaun Watson uh situation because that seems to be a uh that seems to be uh you know a watch the space moment um because that 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 story is far from done nor should it be um no i I think one of the things we may have missed actually earlier on was that um we did the, the tim patrick news unfortunately came just after we got some very positive news about kj hamler um which we had uh this time last week we, we spoke about how disappointing it was that he wasn't going to be ready for the start of training camp and then he appeared and he was ready um and apparently has looked good so um you know it, it's it's really sad news about tim patrick but we did get that Interesting piece, um, uh, and uplifting piece by KJ Hammer. And he spoke about his, which was very brave, of my thought. It's worth checking out if you can find the interview somewhere. When he when he spoke to reporters, he talked about his his mental health and just how difficult it was when he was injured. And and uh, I thought that was very yeah, honest and very open of him. And, and you know, and kind of refreshing to see. And um, again, it's just, it just comes across as a really good guy and we're all rooting for him. And hopefully now he can stay fit because I do genuinely think he's a player that Russell Wilson can get an awful lot out of. Um, you know, if you look back at Russell Wilson's career, um, you know, they've always seemed to have had one absolute burner wide receiver, the Seahawks. And Wilson has been able to use him very effectively, whoever that might have been. Um, so I think that was that that was a really positive piece of news. Um And the other thing is we signed yesterday, uh, we put Crockett and uh, Tim Patrick on IR and we signed um, a local kid. Uh, He played for Washington State called Max Borgie, who's a running back um, who was an undrafted uh, free agent coming out of college. He's bounced around a little bit, but he's got some interesting highlights, but he's a particularly good receiver coming out of the backfield. Um, So I don't know. He's a long shot, obviously, to make the team. But, you know, he could be on the practice squad, but he could be somebody you might see. But again, really one of those players that um, as a touch of the uh, Christian McCaffrey's about him. He's not Christian McCaffrey, obviously, even though he looks like him. But he um, is somebody I think could be a weapon for Russell Wilson um, down the line if he if he stays clear of injury and if he makes take, you know, takes the most of his uh, his reps. The last thing, Colin, was it seems like there's a genuine battle going on at guard. Um, if uh, reports are to be believed, um, uh, so Quinn Miners and Moosey have been getting reps with the first team. Um, so that's something I think that can uh, you know can develop as training camp goes. I think Mousie and Miners are both very talented young players. Dalton Reisner um bounced back a little bit last year. He had a down sophomore season. Um, and Graham Glasgow was also a decent player. But you know these are th- these could be legit camp battles, which is what we're looking for now. Um, so then you know they're 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 sort of players to keep your, your eye on just to see how well they do. And our friend, I think we're going to adopt him for the show. Calvin Anderson is getting a lot of positive feedback from uh, from Coach Hackett, and uh, he seems to be um, making making the most of his opportunity with uh, with the guard. Oh, sorry, with the tackle spot coming open. Um, and he was praised for his athleticism yesterday. And Hack was saying there were two plays he showed incredible uh, ability to get out. Uh, add on the edge and, and set things, so that's that's good to see. So yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on Calvin. He could be our guy. i are going to adopt Calvin almost as our guy for, so far for training camp. There you go,
0: Calvin. Find find your way to to Dublin, and uh, we'll yeah. we'll go for we'll go for pints. But Stuart, yeah, to your point on on KJ Hamler's comments, yeah, that that were that was really interesting and and really you know, his willingness to open up and talk about his struggles. I think sometimes that, um, and I, I don't know if any of our listeners have listened to the Andrew Luck podcast, uh, but it's definitely worth checking out uh, from the, the Athletic. Um, and uh, in, in another guys, I got to talk to Zach for the guy behind it, and he talked a little bit about Andrew Luck's struggles. I, and you can hear it come through the, the podcast. And I took there's a little bit, fantasy football has also added to this sometimes fans see players just as injuries, right? You're out for, you're just the ACL and and we don't realize the human side that goes in to the rehab and the concern about whether they're going to be the, the same player. And the fact that, you know, you've been playing for, for so long and suddenly that's taken away from you and what it does to your mental health. And um you know you can go to, to some very dark um places. And um I suppose KJ Hamner talking about it maybe helps other people to realize that you know they to, to reach out and, and and to look for, for help. Um, but I hope that it might get people to realize about the humanity of players and how tough This game is and the fact that we've seen others um walk away the like of luke keekley um who was a phenomenal phenomenal player and and a great opponent for for the broncos um but but seeing him walk away um because just the the, the body was um was broken down so players um are, are are a lot more than um, their their fantasy football points or the, the stats that that we see um, and it was really um, good of, of KJ Hamner to to be willing to, to talk about that we we will soon actually have uh, preseason games to, to talk about and, and I suppose we might get some more clarity on those camp battles that you mentioned but uh, for now I think we can leave it there so and just say go Broncos go Broncos